Sean O'Bean and Sharon. It is the edge, John Ben and Sharon. Welcome to the show. Sorry for that delayed start. I'll take the hit for that one. Well, you should. You push the buttons. <laughs> There's no one else we're going to blame. Well, you know when you do something wrong, all you want to do is blame someone. And I, I was looking around the room and <laughs> I'm the one pushing the buttons. I've got no one else to blame. No I'm sorry. One. Uh, just after four o'clock on the show, your chance to win a share of $50,000 with our sweet game Pick the Pin. Yeah, this is good. If you go to theedge.co.nz, you can see what's already been guessed and what numbers have been locked in. It is so easy. I actually gave away the, the actually four numbers, but you didn't hear it because we went on the air. It's John's oh. fault. Yeah. You would have won $10,000. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> gave them out in order. Now you have to figure it out for yourself. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. We were doing a phone topic yesterday about what your uh, DJ name would be going off your pet name. And we got a call through. What was your DJ name again? I forgot. DJ Woonsocket the Third. That's right. Yeah. And what was your DJ name then? <laughs> so this is the name that your partner gives you, their pet name. Yes. Uh, DJ Benny Bear. That's right. What was yours, um, John? Honey Bunch. DJ Honey Bunch. DJ Honey Bunch. Honey Bunch. Bunch. <laughs> pretty cute. Pretty cute. I'm a Honey Bunch guy. Look at me. You're like, there's a Honey Bunch. You are. <laughs> there's honey a whole bunch, bunch of honey in something. there. A whole bunch of something Simply happening there. Sweet. Well, it was all going swimmingly until we got a phone call about somebody's nickname, what their dad's DJ name would be, and she revealed a weird thing that her dad still does as an adult. Jody, what would your DJ name be? Um, my dad's would be DJ Thumbsucker. Your dad's nickname is Thumbsucker? Well, you're... Yeah. Wow. He's still a Thumbsucker, is he? Yeah, he sits on the couch and sucks his thumb. How strange is that as an adult? Dude, like, imagine if you were friends with Jody and you went round and you're like, this is my dad, and he's like watching the ABs <laughs> test and he's like... Mm-hmm. Hello, kids, it's me. Give the water to Bodie Barrett. Yeah. <laughs> it's a comfort thing. It's this happy place. Yeah. Some so people can, can't get out of there. You could be sucking worse things, mate. That's, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, could be sucking on a cigarette. Yes, true. He yeah. could be. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. No, it's not. Um, I know where your mind went. But it's funny because sucking on a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is that there are actually a lot of things that you do as a child that you still do as an adult. And so I thought this afternoon maybe people could complete the sentence: "I am an I'm an adult, but I still dot dot dot." So oh, can I throw you under the bus here, Ben? Ben's an adult, but he still has a children's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles toothbrush. What? It's his te- it's his, it's a, what? It's a, he's got a kid's electric Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cool toothbrush. toothbrush. Why don't you have an adult he's got a t- toothbrush? <laughs> well, you got the option of getting a toothbrush, and one of the options is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles toothbrush. Why a, would you not take that option? He's got a tiny little mouth, and he's a tiny little children's <laughs> toothbrush. Oh, my goodness. Oh, okay. Brush those tiny little teeth of but yours. I, you know, like, there's options there, and there's and there's cool options, and the and Turtles option is cool. Sounds pretty cool. Um, I... <laughs> <laughs> was there any sarcasm in that? I reckon, I reckon the reality was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles toothbrush was about half the price of an adult that's toothbrush. That's also true, that you get electric toothbrush for half the price, but that's not the point. You also look cooler doing it. Okay, I'll complete the sentence for you. I'm an adult, but I still tickle my tummy button, which I didn't. I wasn't a thumb sucker as a kid, but I used to like just whack my finger and my belly button, and I do it when I'm real tired. And it's to the point that my tummy button is the shape of my pointing finger. Is it? No, I'm wearing a dress, so if I pull it up, you can see my <laughs> Okay, no, I don't need undies. Right. <laughs> I'll do it and see how it feels. No. Okay, Please. it feels nice. You love any excuse You've to put out of, your tummy, don't you? You've got a lot of hair. Well, I've seen your tummy more <laughs> times in the last two days. Like that. That than looks, ever. Okay. That looks rude. Oh, what are you meant to do? Oh, it's oh, supposed to like. Oh, I remember. 
800 the edge is the phone number. Three three four three. Please don't do that. Please I'm don't do that. I'm just doing what Sharon does. I know, but I didn't have to demonstrate. It's gross. Okay. It's gross when I do it, isn't it? Honey bunch. It's gross when honey bunch does it. Honey bunch. Okay, complete the sentence on 0800 the edge right now. I'm an adult, but I still dot dot dot. John O'Ben and Sharon on the edge. Trent, it's been kicked out. You've done. You've got one, isn't it? I'm an adult, but I still. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm an adult, but I still uh, wet the bed. What? So how oh. often are you wetting the bed? Like, is it a thing that only happens what? on some occasions, or is it a nightly thing? Well, it, it, it usually happens after a hard night, a hard night out on the town with the boys. Uh, it happens. A friend of mine does that as well. He's had to get a blooming uh, friend, eh? Yeah, friend, friend of mine <laughs> had to get a uh, waterproof uh, sheet. Yeah. Do you have one of those? Trent might be a good idea. Well, I, I have a, I have a water bed, so it kind of like blends. And I can just like. If anything, it's filling it up for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds more like a wee bed than a water bed. Thanks so much, Trent. Hey, Renee. Sure does, Sharon. <laughs> sure does, mate. Mate, that was a good gig. Simon Barnett Simon Barnett would have rocked that gig. <laughs> if I had done it, Ben would have done it. <laughs> it I tried good. to ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> Renee, what is it for you? I still suck my thumb. Oh, so, and- oh you're like Jody's dad. Yeah. So, at like... Talk us through it. Like, how often are you doing it when you're alone? Are you doing it when people are around? It's more at the end of the day when you just go for, a, like, a little bit of a wind down. The kids are in bed. You sit on the couch. You're tired, and it just slips on in there. Like. You just sit there rocking back and forth in a corner, <laughs> sucking your thumb, going, God <laughs> save me. What have I done? So, yeah. Are your kids... I do this to myself. Are your kids thumb suckers as well? No, neither of them. How many years, wow. of, how many years of thumb sucking? What, what, are you a 10 year veteran? Probably 32 years. 32 wow. year veteran of sucking it. It's very hard to get out of the habit, though, if you have something that long. Not imagine. Really? Oh, no, I imagine. I tried when I was little, but it never worked. I just sucked that stop it stuff off. Damn. You, you can buy the, the little plastic things that you put over your fingers now. They're handy. You've got to sleep with it over those fingers ever again. <laughs> oh, sorry, Sharon. <laughs> Thanks, Renee. Appreciate <laughs> your call, mate. <laughs> and Ian's with us on 0800 The Edge. What, you're, you're an adult, but you still do what? Um, I'm an adult, but I still play with Hot Wheels. What? Uh, like the actual little cars, Hot Wheels? Do you have like a little yeah. garage and stuff for them as well? Yep, yep. And oh. uh, you know, there's, there's, there's nothing like getting a few beers in you and then building some big ass ramp and loop. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, that feeling having a couple of beers and playing oh. with your Hot Wheels. Wow. You know, well, you can't you can't drive a Porsche or a Lambo every day, and you can't do it on the turf. So you must do it. Good idea. Good idea. On the edge. Okay, so yesterday I got thrown under the bus. So I innocently said that, you know, ten years ago walked out on a job as a waiter mid shift, uh, left them hanging. Did it innocently walk out? Oh, no, I innocently. To- no, I innocently told you I probably guiltily walked out. You, you just walked out the shift. You're like, I couldn't. I don't want to do this job. Not- imagine all the grim stuff you've told me over the years. You guys, both of you, don't tell... Oh, no, I don't go spurting it out on the radio. Name no, one thing that we've told oh, let's you. Let's not get into that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me just go into open my file on my computer. Grim oh, stuff Sharon's told me over the last what? five yeah, years. I've got nothing. Yeah. I'm a clean slate. Oh, that's what you think, man. I've got a full file on you, buddy. Okay. <laughs> full file. So okay. what you did... on your computer to hold all Ben's stuff. <laughs> so what, you not only walked out of your shift, your waiter shift, yeah. um, but you got paid for the full 10 hours. Well, yesterday we, uh, we phoned the race course the uh, race course where I used to work as a waiter and uh, handed him his re- my resignation because <laughs> I didn't, didn't officially resign, just walked out on the job. Hi, Kim. How are you? Uh, this is Jonathan here. I used to work for you maybe 12, 13 years ago uh, as a waiter and um, I have to admit that I 
I walked out on my last shift. Okay. And I'd like to officially hand in my resignation. <laughs> okay, thank you for, for letting us know that. I'll make sure that gets through to our um, HR team. Tell her that you kept getting paid. Yeah, you got paid for the shift, though. Well, that's like, oh, maybe no one realised you'd, you'd left. <laughs> <laughs> Such a vibrant personality. <laughs> So there we go. Officially handed in the resignation. Um, you still owe the waiting community eight hours' work. Well, I think it's a real just kicking the balls to everyone that's ever waited on somebody. Everyone. <laughs> it, I waited on someone. Even those that don't have them. Yeah. Still a kick in them to the oh, yeah, end. It's a real kick in yeah, the They grow them and then I kick them. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I'm embarrassed to look at you. Okay. <laughs> I... <laughs> I can't help but feel this has been overdramatized. It's, it's a good excuse not to look it's at him. That's shocking. what I like. It's, it's unbelievable. Don't even talk to us. <laughs> what? So, no, I don't even laugh about it. Look, look. Listen, he's just laughing. Yeah. Okay, I know. It's I'll like you punched a puppy. That's how bad it is. Is that bad, is it? that bad. Well, I walked out in a dramatic fashion. Okay, if anyone could beat... I don't think anyone could beat that dramatic fashion that I just stormed out on that job in and got paid for it. So best, I don't think they can. I think that's the worst walkout I've ever heard of. Best of walkouts. Best job walkouts. What have you had? Okay. Have you done a moment where you've all been working in the office on a Friday afternoon? You're like, you know what? I need to get out there and party, bro. And you walk out at 11 o'clock and you're like, who's with me? And then the whole office comes with you and you're, you're down at the fat lady's pits or whatever the local pub is, <laughs> having a hell of a time for the rest of Friday. Isn't it embarrassing when you do do a workout while walk out at work, though, but then you've, you forgot something and you've got to come back and get it? Man, that's happened to me a couple of times. Sorry, guys, forgot my car keys. Oh, wait, under the edge, 3343 on the text, the most dramatic walk, work, work, walk. There's something in there, you get it. Oh, wait, under at the edge, what was your best work walkout? What, Sharon she didn't have to show off. They knew what I meant. No, they didn't. She's like, look, I can come in Stop and say, talking oh, to us. Why don't you walk out again? Yeah, go on, walk out. John O'Ben and Sharon. What have you had for us, Robin? Tell us the tell us the gaff, mate. What's the 911 on this? The 411. <laughs> 411. Okay, um, basically, first job, away from home, several hours. Couldn't get away from them. I was thinking, huh, how do I do this? Went through the legal one. Put a letter in the drawer. Had my workmates all get all my gear out and moved me to where I was going, which was like two doors up and across the road. And they had to go back through all the CCTV footage to find out how I got out. Wow. Gee, this is like a, a heist operation that you were running heist. there. I finished my shift, said nothing to my management, and left. Wow. You must have really enjoyed that job. Oh, they were very not so nice people. <laughs> Well, good on Thank you. Let's do a good workout. Work uh, good, a, a good text for 3343 from Jason. He walked out on his job at McDonald's and uh, he, he walked out because he was going to get in trouble for being 15 minutes late. On his way out of his dramatic walkout, he stole a big bag of Mac sauce and some pancakes. <laughs> bad to the bone. That is bad to the bone. Yeah. If you're going to walk out of something like that, are you going to steal something? Nothing like stolen Mac sauce. <laughs> What's up, Haiti? Welcome to the show. What was your dramatic walkout? Hey, yes, yeah, so, um, basically I was in Can I stop you there? You sound too nice, Haiti. You need to put on a bad boy voice, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, bad girl, right, you sexist. Right. Tell us your story. Tell us your story, bad girl. Please don't <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, Sharon, you're like, she, look, I can't win. Yeah, don't start talking. Like, call her a bad yeah. boy. But call her back when she's in, she's like, call her a bad girl. Call her a bad girl. You sexist, and then when you said that, you said it really When you said it, you're like, tell me a story, bad girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Heidi, sorry, tell us a story. Yeah. Excuse John O'Hara. Tell us a story, lady. Use <laughs> 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 her name. So, so, I was basically the stockman at Jake Lessons, and I already resigned. And on my last day, I just hated them so much. So, um, like caused a huge fight and then I went on my lunch break and just never came back and then my manager took $80 off my pay 
You caused a huge wow. problem, like a fist fight in Glassons or something, with people getting choked yeah. out with choked out with chinos. Dang. Oh, you know it. It's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Wow, yeah, okay, Heidi, thanks so much for that, you bad girl, as Jono would say. <laughs> Talk to me, bad girl. <laughs> <laughs> Sign a 9900 number, mate. <laughs> and Tari, what was your dramatic workout? Workout. Uh, going back years ago now, uh, when I was younger, I worked at a guy's chicken farm. And I was working like eight hour days. And the, guy was, and the guy was paying me like only $15 a day. Mm-hmm. And, a day. you know, for settling up, yeah, picking up crap and all that kind of stuff. And feeding the chalk, so I said, oh, so I said, stuff this. And so before I left, I chucked a few eggs around in the shed and had a piss in the chicken feed. I'm glad you told us every single one of those details. And I'm glad you didn't oh, yeah. spare any of the details as well. Good on you, Tari. <laughs> Good Tari. on you, Tari. Wowzers. Well, no, t- hey, here's a, here's a show thing. Let's never have anyone who pees in, in the chicken yeah. fence on the, on the radio again, eh? Hey, do you want to know something, though? After all those Talk stories... Talk to me, bad girl. <laughs> all those stories, you're still the most you're disgusting still, person yeah. I've ever seen. <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. It is the edge. John O'Ben and Sharon on a Wednesday afternoon. Jamie Oliver, Sharon. Yes. Celebrity chef. Secrets have been revealed about Jamie Oliver. Well, I I feel sorry for him because I think everyone in a relationship at some point has had one. Oh, there you go. Who was that? Text Jono. Who was it uh, it from? Oh, do you want to read my text out? If you get a text on you, that's the rule. You have to read the text you got. Oh, it's just uh, Jess from work saying, uh, you guys all good for 8.30 tomorrow morning. Ben, you good for 8.30 tomorrow morning? Yeah, I think I am. Oh, great. I'll text you back. Okay, tell him. Thank you. It's usually a more exciting text, but anyway. (laughs) it's not. (laughs) The most boring text in history. No, it usually is when this happens. Anyway, anyway. So everyone that's in a relationship at one point tries to do something romantic and it backfires and ends up not being romantic at all. And this has happened to Jamie Oliver, the celebrity chef. What did he do? What did J.O. do? Jamie Ol. He was having a date night at home with his wife, Jules. Yep. And he was She's cooking for Jules. her. Still, still with Jules. Jules. Oh, good, good. Still with Jules. And uh, he was trying to cook for her and was cooking in a nude, which I'm like, yes, please, so Jamie. Chef, Jamie Whip Oliver. me up an omelette with a little bit of Jamie inside it. Some sizzling frying pan bacon in the nude. Dang. It's a mad dog move, though, doing it in the nude. He <laughs> was doing it in the nude and he got a real bad burn. On his on a place you don't want to get burnt. No, when you're cooking in the well. I mean, it's a byproduct. Let's isn't just it, really? say because of the burn, he cooked a diddly squat that night. <laughs> oh, what a good gag for me! But yeah, he. But being a professional chef, surely he knows the dangers associated yeah. with cooking. He got a steam burn. You know Did how that? No, 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 no. You know how that a steam burn is on your finger? Imagine that on your. Because that's comical. Oh, no. a comical, a nude but with an apron on, that's comical. Nah, Here's the things you can do. Is mad. Here's the things you can do in the kitchen in the nude. The dishes. Put on a bit of toast. Toast, yeah? Maybe make a bowl of cereal. How often are you making nude toast? No, every morning, mate. <laughs> <laughs> double pump my vogels. You're an undies guy, though, aren't you? I say double pump your vogels Aren't you the guy that just like, walks around home all the time? Like You're going to be the weird dad that's always in his undies walking around the house? Yeah, I am. Yep. Nothing wrong, with it. Nothing wrong with Undies dead, they're going to call me. It, rem- it reminded me, though. Dundies. Bryce and I uh, went to Hawaii on, like, a, a trip right. with, uh, like, another couple. Rich. And um, <laughs> we said we, we'd all had a few drinks. We'd gone to a Japanese place for dinner. And um, the girl and I uh, that we went with, we said to each other, give, we'll give our boyfriends lap dances when we get home. We'll do... 
by the way, Dad, if you're listening, do not listen to this story. And so we both Too made late. this agreement that we would go home that night and we would give lap dances to our boyfriends. Right. So I went home, I put on a, like, sexy Rihanna song, mm. and I'm like, yes, you're getting a lap dance. And Bryce is like, yes, please. Nothing like a lap dance from a drunk lady. <laughs> so I start giving him the lap dance. I'm like, ooh, yeah, so sexy. Look how sexy I am. I'm basically Rihanna. If Rihanna looked like someone doing a marlin, like, on a beach. Yeah. And um, I fell head first. I had no balance. Head first into the TV unit. <laughs> 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 I put my head through, like, a, like a flax kind of cupboard. And he, was, he just started laughing at me as my head is stuck in a cupboard. But... <laughs> Just trying to be sick. He's like, you know what? I will pay 20 bucks for that. That was a hell of a show. It was terrible, but it's another example of when romance goes wrong. Hey, hey, 0800 The Edge. If you tried to be romantic and it backfired, a friend of ours uh, tried to cover herself in chocolate and wait for her partner to come home. Yeah, that's right. That's remember. And uh, he was running late from work, so she was lying covered in chocolate for maybe one and a half to two hours. And when he came home, he thought she had shit. That is so good. On the edge. Oh, and under the edge, that's the number, Joe. What happened? You tried to be a rom- bit romantic. In the throes of passion with my husband. And uh, in bed. And at the end of it, we couldn't quite work out why the bed was on such a ridiculous angle. And it turned out we had uh, gone literally straight through the foreboards. Um, oh. In the right hand corner of the bed. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> That's so bad. That's your husband, the Hulk. Yeah. The Incredible Hulk. It sounds like Twilight movie come to life. Unbelievable. But <laughs> well, some people say they do feel the earth moving. <laughs> In your case, yeah. you actually did. It's incredible. <laughs> Thanks so much, Joe. I heard a story once, and uh, mm. there's a guy through a phone through the radio, and uh, him and his partner, they were in the throes of passion. Mm-hmm. Her pelvis collapsed while he was... Oh, I have heard this story. Yeah, that's so right. So she collapsed. So it got to a point where his... Yeah. ...was, was stuck, like literally yeah. could not move out. Didn't they have to go to hospital? Yeah, because yeah. they had to call in the mother first because they were at the, her parents' place. Oh, God. So that would have been awkward. And then she had to ring the ambulance. See, this is... They, both, got, they both had to go on the gurney that t- connected. And this they had to get wheeled through Auckland Hospital while all on a gurney attached to each other. This is why... Just, amazing story. You always got to stick with the story. Never, like, make love... If there's parents home, because you'll get bad karma like that—a collapsed pelvis. Well, that's probably true. You need to start a church. Use that as a threat. You know what they say: if you do, if you do bad stuff, it's going to fall off. If you do bad stuff in your parents, really, you're going to get a collapsed pelvis. Very detailed. John O'Ben and Sharon on the edge. Producer Dan's away for the weekend, so we've got Hamish filling in. Hamish is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful man. Welcome, Hamish. G'day, guys. Thanks for having me. You're such G'day. a nice guy, and uh, it was day two on the job today. Yeah. We thought pre-show, let's welcome Hamish to the edge with an edge initiation. I mean, geez, when we first started at the edge, we were... Put through your paces. Oh, Everybody yeah, is. Speedos and um, lap-dancing old ladies, As I think. Dogs. <laughs> I had to pash 53 men and women, including yeah. a 65-year-old man that pashed me in front of his wife. Well, there you oh, go. God. Thanks, Dad, for doing that. <laughs> You're a great man. Love you, John Pryor. And that's how I met Jono. Hell of a kisser. Hell of a kisser, my dad. <laughs> uh, so, Hamish, today we decided that we were going to uh, have a bit of fun with, with at your expense, we thought. Yeah. Hamish, we uh, we walked out of the office. Dramatically. We left you alone. Yeah. You didn't think we were here. An interview turns up. 
who actually turns out to be our friend Hayley. <gasps> she turns up looking like a pop star. What? I, I didn't know what to think, to be honest. I, I did not think prank at all. I was just like, oh, Jesus, where, where have those guys gone? Because none of you guys are giving me your numbers. I don't, I don't know whether I'm not, I'm not calling up there yet. You're going to ask. I, like, I always give my number to boys who ask. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, geez, I don't, I don't know where the guys have gone, so I, yeah. Just okay, so the team was like, you're going to have to do the interview. So yeah. with, with the pop star, you didn't know who was made up. <laughs> Her name was Natalie Munford. Have, have a listen. This nice to meet you. Nat- Natalie Munford. This is Hamish. Hi. Hey, nice to meet you. Obviously not John and Ben. Yeah. We're not quite sure where they <laughs> Sorry are to disappoint you. Um, no, not disappointing at all. Maybe I can just leave it open. You guys can just. Should we just? Should we just wing it? Should we just go with? Just go with the flight? Sure. You've only got sort of under ten minutes. These guys in their long lunches. Honestly, it's just divas. It's it's outrageous. Okay, so Hamer, you're throwing us under the bus there. What? How many lunch? I usually get Uber Eats. Yeah, you do. Don't fish me again. We were watching Hamish and this interview take place in another studio, thinking this is going to be this is going to be great. You're going to you're going to be sweating bullets. Yeah. Thinking you're thrown into an interview with someone you don't know. Because I'm in the same situation. I don't know who the person is. I haven't prepared for it. I don't know anything. And we laughed before we did this. We thought, oh, he looks easy to break, doesn't yeah. he? And we're like, this is going to be great website fodder. Oh. Yeah. Okay, here's, so the interview kicks in with uh, Natalie Munford. Okay, should we, just, should we just rip into it? Let's go. Okay, we're back live on the edge now with New Zealand musician Natalie Munford. How are you doing, Natalie? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? Good to hear. Very well. So you're, um, so, so what's the story here? You've got a tour coming up. You're... Uh, I've already released my album. Okay, and, awesome. Yep, doing some touring around New Zealand before a very, um, I'm not even sure if I'm allowed to say yet, quite a big big gig in uh, Australia next year. Oh, could this be us? Could we be getting a bit of an exclusive right now? Maybe, maybe. Probably should have waited for John O'Ben and Sharon to get back before we drop the exclusive, <laughs> but I reckon we'll just um, we'll just go for it. Oh, no, that's um, that's awesome. So it's at this moment we're like, Jesus, he's, he's bloody nailing it. <laughs> he's too he good. He's not it. even flinching. I think you called him New Zealand's Graham and Norton. You are New Zealand's <laughs> Graham Norton. I'll take it. And I'll he didn't even it. have to plough her with alcohol like Graham Norton does. 20 minutes down the track. We're just watching a very competent interview. <laughs> yeah. Here's some more. And, um, so you've released a, a couple of a couple of singles. Mm-hmm. Um, tell tell us a bit more about those. Like what's um what's I guess the main one that you that you're sort of the most proud of at the moment? Mm. Jesus Hamish, <laughs> jeez! You talked to a lady that you didn't know about stuff that you didn't know for like twenty minutes. You, you know it. I was I was given a piece of paper that basically it had her name and underneath it had musician. Who <laughs> helped like, him? Well, that's is... all we had was musician. <laughs> Well, well done, Hamish. Too good. Too good. The one, well, the one I'm most proud of, and I guess the one that I'm most known for at the moment, is a song called Taken, uh, which I wrote maybe like 10 years ago and then right, ditched right. it and then came back to it. And I've sort of, yeah, re-fallen back in love with it yeah. as a sort of a personal connection with me and something that I'm really... Yeah, I'm really vibing on at the moment. Yeah, I was going to say, because it wasn't inspired by, like, a, a Liam Neeson... By <laughs> seeing that to you. So even at gags as well, Hamish. That's what I'm going to... I can't even believe that uh, how much Hayley bought into the fact that she was this pop star. <laughs> she just yeah. it, she, it was like she became. She was meant to go quite diva-ish on you, but you just won her over. So this is how it all ended. This is how this very so well, very confident, very professional interview ended. So thank you so much for uh, coming to talk to us. Yeah, cool. Thank hey, you. So thank you. She's too confident. Too good. She's too confident. Oh, you're too good. You nailed the crib. I don't know what to say. I'm just like. I'm just, the yeah. only bit where you had a little quiver was when I asked you what your favourite song of mine was. <laughs> and I was just like, I was just like, I've heard this one taken, so I've just got to, oh man. He lied like a champion. Yeah. Well done, Hamish. What a pride. Well Thank you. Pride on us. We're doing a great job. Well done. Well, you know you try to execute an old-fashioned classic radio gag, a gag that always works, but for some reason yeah. 
when we did it, we failed miserably. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely miserable. So anyone right, that ever accuses us of faking pranks. Yep. Yeah. All right, mate, pull down your pants, get the kettle prod out, Ben. Just come to this. <laughs> Good on you, Hamish. Cool, thank you, guys. <laughs> Scandal next. No, no, sh- why are your pants still on? <laughs> oh, we, are we, we're actually being serious. Yeah, yeah, no, we're doing that. No, we're doing that. Right. No, no. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. You'll know our next two guests from your TV screen. She played Dr. Sarah Potts on Shortland Street, and he played her son, Daniel Potts. It's Amanda Billing and Edu Drent. You guys know each other well. Kind of related. Yeah, kind yeah. of related. Uh, from Although Shortland I Street. I was apparently 11 when I hit him, which is wrong. That is a strange point that I never really thought about until, uh, like, after when you, you made that point when you Sharon, the show. Sharon, that's not strange. You're from Timaru. That's the norm there. Oh. Excuse oh. me. Oh. But it is very relevant, I think. <laughs> yes, it is actually. Yeah, it is. I was thinking that. I didn't want to like take us from hilarity down to the hard hitting. Oh no, neither did I. I was just saying it's, but, it's relevant. Yeah. But we'll get to yeah. that, won't we? Hey, How it's good to have you guys in. Good to be here. Yeah, you guys, you guys yeah. are doing a, uh, a very good thing, a very good charitable bike ride, which is going to be taking place at Ardmore. It yes. is, it is. Twenty oh, No, yeah, two laps of 26 kilometres. Uh, it's the Tear Fun Poverty Cycle. Mm. Two laps of 25 kilometres. That's oh. a big lap. Kill me, kill me. That's a big lap. Yeah, he texted me and he said, Amanda, can you ride a bike? And I was like, yep. Because I love riding a bike. Yeah, I was like, like, do you want to be in a chair? And I was like, oh, It's I short, I, I promise, you, I promise. Easy, get, yes, easy. I, need a, I need to get fit. This is an excuse to get fit. It's a very, very good yeah. point. I know, right? So and look ri- like a good person doing it as well. For yes. charity. That's for human uh, yeah. trafficking. Is you're raising money to uh, yeah. stop human trafficking, yeah. not to support human trafficking, <laughs> yeah. obviously, <laughs> and uh, and also to uh, support uh, youth in New Zealand too. Yeah, so so um, the whole thing is re- the tear fund poverty cycle comes from the idea that you know people in human trafficking are generally vulnerable, right, and trapped in the poverty cycle themselves, right. So that's kind of that's what we're raising money for to help fight that, mm. right. And uh, and so yeah, we're supporting um, some of tear funds partners overseas. I, I was in Thailand and Cambodia last year to see their work, but. We're also supporting a couple of local agencies, including Brothers in Arms, who's a mentoring a- agency uh, through New Zealand. You know, so yeah, essentially we're just help um, raising money to help the vulnerable. You know, mm. uh, the people idea. that are likely to be exploited around the world. Mm. Yeah. And if people want to sponsor you guys and donate to the charity, how do they do that? povertycycle.org.nz um, search our names yeah. um, we're in a team I think called Spoken For something like that I don't yeah. know I think Petra came up with that Petra Bagus is oh, also right. in our team yeah. who else is in our team is John Mike in our Peru. team oh cool and Mel yeah so his co-host from the cafe so are you all riding together or you're taking yeah so it's a, so it's a, it's a I relay I don't know how it's, it works yeah, yeah. I'm terrified I'm picking up a lot of the details here Sarah Sarah my life. Someone called me Sarah the other day and they said, I don't even watch the show. And I was like, well, that's scary for both of us. Well, it? I do. It must happen quite do. often, I'm right? a massive fan. Yeah, I, the, the, the weirdest thing is that um, for ages I actually did answer to Sarah. Like it was, there was yeah. a, my whole, all of the DNA in my body went yes. And I'm like, don't, stop it. Stop it. Anyway, moving on, moving on. Blah, 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 blah. I actually, oh, sorry, just while you're on Sarah Potts for a second, no. um, I uh, did, no. I did like a You've speaking part, now. but it was just my voice and uh, Shorten's trying to put it on Facebook and um, like three or four people commented on it and they're like, why did they get her on there? They should have brought back Sarah Potts. That must yeah, be the yeah. story of like both of your lives. Like, when are you coming back to the show? Yeah, well, Potsy can't come back unless her evil twin sister comes back, who doesn't exist. But hey, it's, <laughs> it's, it's soap, so, so we could do it, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Are you fans of sponsored Lycra when you're cycling? Ooh. Do you I'm go for sponsored Lycra? Yeah. I'm, yeah, a fan of, right. I'm a fan of sponsored Lycra pretty much on the daily. I've been wearing activewear for ages. For no I reason. have to say, I was just wearing a pair, a pair of two times you tights until I came here. I was like, I better take these off. You know, nice. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you didn't have to do that. Oh, stop now, Shannon. What's that next to each other? Is that your hand? I've licked your foot before. That's not the creepiest thing I've ever said to you. Oh, holy crap, you have on this table. And your armpit. How did that... And your armpit. What? It was no, no, like, no. it was for a radio gag, wasn't Who it? Who wants like, a radio gag? Oh, no, 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 no,
Right, but what about your potatoes? Are you serving potatoes tonight? We will come if we don't have a booking, but we'll, we really want some potatoes. Yeah, we've got potatoes. What's your name, my dear? Chloe. Chloe, you have been amazing. Oh! 6, 6 p.m. tonight, good, we will Chloe. see you. Chloe, it's John, yes. Obin, John Obin and Sharon calling from the Edge Radio Station. Uh, we made Edu, uh, Edu Dream do that, uh, do some accents for you. How did he go? They were good exits. They were bloody good. They were. You switched them very easily. Yeah. So impressed. I was. I thought the Russian could go either way, but I was. That was really good. So did I. I was like, whoa. Never done Russian before. Sorry, Chloe. Hey, Chloe. Hold the line, babe. We're going to hook you up with a prize for putting up with us this afternoon. We're going to send you along to the movies to see the Dark Tower. All right. Sweet. Thank you. Bit of Matthew McConaughey for you. Thank you, Chloe. Good on you, Chloe. Good sport. Hey, thank you guys for coming. Well done on on supporting such a fantastic. John O'Ben and Sharon on the edge. Big news from the small towns. <laughs> this is where we like to look at some big news that's happening in a smaller place and doesn't what? mean because it's a small place it's not important news. Are you telling me that big news small town is some big news about a small town? Yeah, well, the small towns, they get neglected. And I'm, they I'm do. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to ignore your sarcastic comment there of the yeah. title of the segment, yeah. Sharon. <laughs> You're getting, in the brainstorming <laughs> session for the title name. <laughs> yeah. so like, we want to cover some news from a small town, but we want the news to be big. And we yeah. cover a big news small town. Well, there is some That's big news. That's where the brainstorming session stopped. Yeah. There is some big news today. It's come out of my hometown of Timaru. Yeah, not much to steal in Timaru. Town or city? What? It's, a, it's si- the city. Well, why did you say town? Because you don't say oh! home city. She's no so one says passionate. home city. Oh, wow. so you don't say Auckland is my home city. It's my hometown. No, well, Dougie, we started on that. We end up in the paper again. Anyway, there has been a theft, a great theft. If you've ever been down to the Timuana Gorge, uh, there was a there's like a kind of like a portaloo that's like a flash one. It's worth five thousand dollars, and somebody has stolen the toilet from the Timuana Gorge. Now, first they thought it might have been a storm that uh, it blew the toilet away, but then they realised it's just gone. Someone's taken a great theft. Who's that desperate for a toilet? Not I'm encouraging theft, but it's, it's impressive. It's a, good, it's a good heist. I mean, this is as close to Ocean's Eleven as Timuru's New Zealand gets. Someone's stealing a public toilet. Good afternoon, the Purple Lizard. Tania speaking. How's the Purple Lizard today, Tans? <laughs> it's just fine, thank you. And what colour's the lizard? Purple. Good. Yeah, good, good. And it's not green today. <laughs> Tanya, John O'Ben and Sharon, you're on the radio, mate. Oh, hi, how are you? <laughs> yeah, good. You know why we're calling you, don't you? I've got no idea why you're calling me. This is an undercover sting. No, it's not. This is an undercover sting <laughs> regarding complaints about the Purple Lizard Cafe. We don't get complaints. Okay, you got me there. You got me there. <laughs> no, we were ringing to see if you knew anything about this uh, $5,000 toilet that's been stolen from Timuana Gorge. I have no idea about any toilet. It's the talk of the town, we here. We should, mate, well, we talk just, of the city. We just called this segment Big News from the Small Town, so the news has got to be big, <laughs> otherwise we have to pull out of the segment. Okay, well, um, look, I can't help you with that one. Tanya, make up. Make up some information. <laughs> Say I've heard all about it. I've heard all about it, and oh. apparently it got taken away on the back of a... Uh, Red and white polka dot trailer. Oh, oh red and white polka dot trailer. <laughs> Did you say it was yeah. the talk of the town, yeah. Tanya? Talk of the town. Do you reckon, you know how sometimes you go to the lavatory and you're a little embarrassed when you walk out after what's taken place? Well, you should yeah. be. You might be. Okay, sorry, t- sorry, Tanya, I didn't know you were still chipping in, mate. Good to, good to have you there. <laughs> Our fourth co-host. You know, maybe someone got so embarrassed that they literally had to take the whole thing away. 
Well, maybe. They're like, no one can walk in here after this. I don't know, Tanya, these guys are ate at 55 restaurants on Monday in a row. And in, in one day. <laughs> I could see one of them doing that with the damage they've been doing around here. Well, I don't really want to cast any asparagus on anybody, but, you know... <laughs> Could be. That's what I heard. Might I say, it was asparagus that caused a lot of that trouble. Ah! <laughs> well, we haven't got any closer to the culprit, but the good news is they've been asking for tips on the news story, saying if anyone spots the marked toilet to get in touch. So I guess we're just going to have to wait and see what happens with the missing toilet story. We'll hold it. We'll hold with bated breath and get, get updates from you daily, OK, Tanya? Oh, OK, sounds good. Keep there that lizard purple. Oh, OK. <laughs> Big news from the small town. Scandal's up next, Sharon. Yes, it is. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Love Island fans, because I'm going to make your day next with some big Love Island goss. Oh, it's been 24 hours since my last Love Island update. Can't wait. Oh, it's a D, mate. <laughs> that was another fine John O'Ben and Sharon podcast. If you need more of them in your life, try the John O'Ben and Sharon 24-7 channel on the Rover app and listen live on the edge three till seven weekdays.